Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Season 2 of Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about cars. You know, so much has happened since we closed out Season 1 of the podcast, and with all of the turmoil and struggles going on in the world right now, I figured we could use a little distraction, like automobiles. Now, some of you might only think about cars as something you use to get from point A to point B, but many are what we might call car buffs and spend a lot of time working on and restoring and admiring cars. And uh, it reminds me of my first car, which was a 1976 Fiat Spider convertible. It was gunmetal gray with a white convertible top, and that was purchased in 1985. Now, I didn't get my driver's license until 1986 when I turned 16, so I had some incentive to get my license right away. In fact, I took my driver's test on the day I turned 16 and was thrilled to get 100% on each section of the test. Uh, you know, as I shine up my nails there. Okay. And uh, I went to a school where the vehicle uh, of choice there at, uh, at my high school was the pickup truck. So <laughs> driving in each day in a small little European car with a high-pitched horn wee -wee, <laughs> really allowed me to stand out a bit with my vehicle choice. And uh, I soon came to find out, though, that the, uh, the car was, you know, great in the spring, Awesome in the summer, and uh, most of the fall it was good with that convertible top down, but whew, come winter time, the fact that the heater didn't work properly made it a uh, bitter cold drive to school, let's just say. And uh, the windows would fog up inside for my breath, and I'd have to pull over every now and then, wipe a little uh, circle there so I could see to get uh, to school on time. And uh, those were, you know, were some scary and exciting moments on the road, I'd say. And during my senior year, though, I ended up replacing that Fiat with a nearly new Honda CRX. And it was amazing how great it was to have air conditioning that was nice and even heat uh, even better there so uh, uh, how awesome that was to, to upgrade a, a bit there but I did miss having the old convertible in the summer and uh, the memories that were associated with that you know I have so many memories of being in those cars and all of the fun times as well as the challenges of being a teenager moving into adulthood and it's something how we can place so many memories on a piece of machinery you know, this weekend, our church will be hosting our annual classic car show, and everybody's invited. Come on out. And uh, I am always overwhelmed by all of the time and care that's put into those show cars, as they're almost like real-life snapshots of bygone eras. And the director of our car show, Mike Lyons, mentioned to me that his first car he owned was a 1966 Ford Mustang. And he said that uh, so far in his lifetime, he's owned close to 300 cars. Isn't that amazing? And my dad, his first car was a 1952 Ford wagon that his uncle gave to him. And uh, then for his graduation, his parents, my grandparents, gave him a 1956 Chevy convertible with a 57 T-Bird engine. And I can just imagine how that sounded going down the road. And I guess the love for convertibles must run in the family. <laughs> and that goes for the love of Corvettes as well. You know, the Corvette has always been my dream car. I even test drove one in Atlanta, Georgia one time while I was visiting down from Nashville. 
And I couldn't believe the power in that car. It sure was a lot different than our minivan that we drive around today. But I knew I couldn't afford one, at least not at that moment and, and not now. <laughs> Maybe someday. And uh, you might be asking, though, what cars have to do with life's beautiful journey in our Christian walk? You know, I've heard it said uh, that the only mention of a car in the Bible was the scripture where it said the disciples were all in one accord, badum ching, and <laughs> like the Honda, you know. But the word does talk about running the race. And I know it's referring to the physical running of a race and how that relates to spiritually running the race. But, you know, we could also think of it in terms of auto racing. You know, that's uh, now kicking back into to full gear, so to say. And uh, you can see it on television and can't quite attend those in person yet, but it is something where it's exciting to see just uh, what it takes to be able to, to be in that field of, of racing uh, a vehicle. First Corinthians 9, 24 through 27 says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners, but only uh, one, now all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Then it says, Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Isn't that good? You know, I can't imagine that NASCAR or the Indy 500 drivers all of a sudden decided to just hop in a car, souped up car at that, and, uh, you know, just decided, oh, I'll go ahead and compete with these professional drivers. No, 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 no. They always uh, have to go through a training uh, portion in their lives. They have to be ready, get themselves ready to know when to accelerate and when to hold back and how to maneuver around to take a lead and even when to take a pit stop. You know, those things are, are something that they train to do. And it's equally important and actually even more for us to train for our spiritual race. We know that the devil will attack us and try to bring us down. We see that each and every day, don't we? But when we train ourselves to put away the flesh and focus on the Lord and His Word, we can not only run in the competition, but we can win it. And knowing that, of course, is the best way to race through life's beautiful journey. Well, our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church, and more information can be found out about the church at gracechapel.us. That's gracechapel.us. You can also write me an email directly to pastordougmeacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's pastordougmeacham at yahoo.com. So won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Thanks again for joining us. Amen.